We are here live from the Chili Bowl, night number two. I'm here with preliminary A feature winner from Tuesday night, Hank Davis, local legend, quickly becoming a local legend from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Hank, you had a hell of a year in a sprint car last year. Um, won a ton of races, some big money races. Uh, did you think this was next? No, negative. Uh, I said it in plenty of interviews out here right now um, that I honestly never thought this day would show up. Yeah. Never thought I'd probably make the feature, honestly. Um, I always kind of had faith, um, but I just never, it just, it's something just never fell right. It always just never, it never worked out. Um, but man, to lock it in my first Chili Bowl yeah. uh, is insane. So I had, uh, when I did my preview for tonight, I went through the list and I kind of spit out some names that stood out to me. And of course, I, I said your name and I talked about you for a couple seconds on, you know, what I thought you were capable of doing. And I'll even admit, winning the night i don't i don't my mind wasn't there i don't think anyone but i knew you were a competitive driver right and uh i think you know most people would say like if you're a journalist you're supposed to be unbiased or whatever luckily i don't do this for a living because <laughs> if you look at if you look at my facebook page you're clearly gonna tell that i'm a big fan of yours. Yeah. uh so man it was so awesome to see what happened. I know there was uh, a little bit of an incident with you and Michael Pickens getting together, and we won't dive into that here because I know you guys are going to talk it out between yeah. yourselves. Um, but, man, you know, talk about what it was like sitting, you know, I mean, going back earlier to the night, you won a qualifier, and you fended off Buddy Kofoid, the yeah. reigning and defending two-time USAC national midget champion. Yeah. You beat him. So you had to be going to the A feature with a lot of confidence. Yeah, I knew we had the speed. And, like, when we, as soon as we got behind Buddy, um, you know, we never really – he never really honestly daylighted us. Like, no. I honestly kind of maybe thought even – Just because it's, it's the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, it's, right? as good as, the, it's as good as he gets. It's, yeah. it's as good as it gets on Tuesday night tonight. I mean, that's yeah. it. It's as good as it gets. Um, so, I honestly – I was really shocked that we had a lot of speed to hang with him there yeah. um, for him not to peel off from us. Um and then I knew that, man, I, I actually kind of caught up to him there for a second. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just knew if he had, if he made a mistake, I just had to be there um, to capitalize on that. And then when they had that pile up, I it just happened to be so far back, or just just enough back that when I saw it, he was already he was already committed to running the top. Yeah. I mean, he was already going in. There wasn't no stopping. Um, and then I actually, you know, turned my head out the right side of the car and and see if he made it because I knew if he didn't make yeah. it. And just all theory, it just makes our night a little bit easier, yeah. so to speak. See, like you, I, I was watching you run behind him, and I never never saw him get away from you. And, yeah. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you got a shot if you just stay close. Mm -hmm. But my mindset at that point was just lock into me, Saturday. Me too. Just me too. I, I could like, I, don't, be, don't be dumb. Yeah. And But then when Kofi didn't make it through that pileup that happened in front of him, everybody knows. Like, it's, it's no – stranger for anybody to know that to win here at the chili bowl like you have to be just as lucky as you are good 100 percent. and and man you had you had lady luck with I, you tonight but you had a whole lot of skill man yeah no i'll take the luck any day yeah. um and like i say when kofoid when kofoid did that i knew i knew baston was there he's no he's no slouch i knew that he'd be there and but hey soon as i was soon as i was in the lead i honestly at the same time didn't care to win i yeah. wanted to run second first or second could right. care less to win almost yeah. um but man it makes it so much sweeter so after that now you're you're in command of the race it's there's a, a lot of racers that will say it's almost better to be in second than to be in the lead and not knowing yeah. what's going on behind you yeah. um you know you did you feel like when you were in second behind buddy that you were in a good place because you could make maybe at least 
get an idea of what type of move you needed to make if you had the opportunity to present yourself versus being in the lead, what was going through your mind in those two different scenarios? Yeah, I like I said, I just knew that I had to stay within reach of him um, so that when he did, I could peel off the cushion or whatever that may be or if he's yeah. messed up and I got to run down the straightaway. But he's good enough. You know he's going to yeah. probably go slide himself because he knows he messed up if he messes up. So he's going to go slide himself. Um, and then when, when I was in the lead, uh, the cushion was just getting really thick. So I personally was more scared that like, you know, Baston would unhook the front end or something and, and start rolling the bottom and, and just roll right by me, to be yeah. honest with you, because it's just thick and tough, but I never really got really tight. I got, I got tight a couple of times in one and two. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I never really got tight. So I think as long as I just, I just kept telling myself to keep it straight, yeah. um, when I come off the corner and. And just make it and just make yeah. some laps. I got to admit, towards the end, I think there was like three laps in a row that you were either tied on the cushion or was kind of going over the cushion in turn two on mm -hmm. exit. And he, he was able to close from about half a straightaway to a Carly. Right. And quick because yeah. it was getting treacherous mm -hmm. over there. Uh, but then I think it was like, I want to say there was three more laps to go after that. And you didn't do it again. Like So in those closing laps, what did you have to do to get yourself kind of back in the groove of things to be able to hit that how you needed to hit it to close it out yeah i just knew that the way i was running it before when i kept getting tight i just knew obviously that wasn't going to work um and i knew that i, I almost i knew that i couldn't drive it in there not that i was driving straight but i just couldn't i couldn't hit that thing any type of straight um for me uh, i definitely had to kind of get a little sideways and hit it sideways um and it worked out for me i um I don't know. I got up above it. Like you said, I got above a couple times and then packed the right front full of mud. Um, so then I just really was honestly just trying to hang on. Yeah. So another thing that I enjoyed watching the race wasn't even anything that happened during green. Uh, when Spencer Basin was behind you, the first caution, I think it was actually when Kofoid, uh, when Kofoid got into that pile up and didn't make it through. Basin took himself, his car, not just beside you, but got all the way up in front of you like he's just trying to let you know that hey i'm here hey i'm here you know hey i'm a big time name that's what i felt like was going on but like i mean you just got ice running through your veins what goes on right there no uh honestly and this is just all fun like seriously i like spencer was super nice never spoke a word to him but he was super nice to me up there um but when people get out in front of me, I usually just idle down because I'm yeah. like, hey, come on now. Like, make, make I'm going to buzz my tires too at some point. Yeah. So just wait for me to buzz mine and yeah. you'll buzz yours. Yeah. Just kind of um, leave him hanging out there looking dumb. But it's all fun and games. Yeah. Again, for me, it's all fun and games. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. He was a super nice guy. Uh, he could do it again. I'd do the same thing probably. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Buckwalter right here on this same team could do it. And I'd probably do the same thing yeah. and just have some fun. So he, he, he talked to you after the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was really nice. Like I said, I never spoke to him, never really spoke to Jade either. Um, and then I get in the I get in the room in there and I have no idea what I'm doing. There right. I'm like, well, there's one mic right here and yeah. I'm like, do I pass this thing down? They've all, they've all been they've both been through like Toyota training and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, you know. No, I, I literally got in there and I'm like, Do I pass this mic? Do I just pass it to him, I guess, or you guys gonna give them a mic? And they're like, No, you're gonna pass it down. And I'm like, well, Learn something new every day. Yeah. So how was that experience going through like a, a press Goosebumps. conference? Yeah. Goosebumps. I, uh, I'm going to cherish this night forever. Yeah. So uh, I guess you got a couple more nights to cherish this before, yeah. before it's back to focus. So what, yeah. what goes on? First off, um, you don't have to race before breakfast. You don't have to race before. Shoot, I get to eat dinner. Lunch. You get to eat dinner pretty much before you got to race. <laughs> yeah. So like that's like. 
that's always the joke with me and my buddies here mm-hmm. is like, like we're like, dude, he was racing before breakfast, right? He's get breakfast. Right? <laughs> and, but, dude, you get to race pretty much after dinner. You're going to be on the live broadcast, which I know it's all broadcasted all week, but, you know, most people see features and on after 7 p.m. is what? That's a lot of people's goal. Yeah. But, dude, you get to go now through the pole shuffle. I'm assuming they still have the pole shuffle Yeah, still. yeah, yeah. But you get to go through a pole shuffle, and you're guaranteed – to run a freaking Chili Bowl main event. Yeah, no, like I said in, in the press conference there, everything from here is by far the biggest blessing ever. The mo- I mean, it is just a positive from here. Yeah. Don't care. Um, I'm in the feature. I have won my year almost. Yeah. Um, I never thought it was coming. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go run 55 laps, and yeah. they can lap me for all I care. So you've had a monstrous year in the sprint car here in Oklahoma scene, and now you're kicking off your year this way. You know, there's a lot of people... And this is putting you on the spot. But there's a lot of people that are saying, why isn't this kid racing for a living? But we know here in Oklahoma, you know, the business side of racing doesn't always line up with the talent side of yeah, racing. Yeah. We got a lot of talented folks here in Oklahoma, and, and you're being one of them. So, you know, it takes money to get you out there in front of people. Mm-hmm. But to be able to pull this off on a stage like this, what do you hope comes out of this? Or are you at a point in life where you're content where you're at? No, uh, I know even, I mean, I definitely want to go do this for a living. Um, I don't know. I uh, really, I just honestly would, I think it'd be pretty neat just to get some, get some, uh, you know, some relationships. Yeah, just some relationships, whether that's, I don't know, it don't have to be something big. You know, anything is, anything is helping. So I don't know if I get, if I got lucky and got me a suit, you know, a suit guy that wanted to cut a deal with me or do something with me, I'm all in. I, uh, I'm all in for anything, but I know that, um. I just be. I hope some deals maybe come out, and maybe yeah. maybe someone gives a little help. Well, I could say speaking of suits, and we'll we'll end it here. I have uh, some major regret myself with fire suits and you. So I'll tell everybody here. <laughs> I had an opportunity. I think it was back maybe early November. <laughs> Hank texted me and asked if the podcast would be willing to shell some money out towards a new fire suit for the Chili Bowl, and we could put my logo on there. Money's tight for me. I'm trying to put a race car together myself. (laughs) And I wrestled in my head. I was like, I couldn't do anything that would be significant enough to help. So I just kind of was like, man, that'd be cool, but I can't. Yeah. Now I'm like, damn, if I'd have figured out how to do this (laughs) and I got past the points across your chest, it'd be be in all these It would have been all of these, yes. So I just want everybody out there in Passing Points Podcast world to know that I'm the guy that declined a marketing opportunity with Hank Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Hank, man. It's been a fantastic night. I was planning on going home right after the races were over, and I think we're pushing two hours after the races are over, and I've been here waiting to talk to you, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me because this has been one awesome night. Thank you. So Appreciate it, man, and good luck Saturday. I appreciate it.